Hey, Henry, are you ready to go for a swim? <laughs> what are you doing? What do you mean? You didn't understand me? No. I'm practicing my dolphin. <laughs> you sounded like a land horse. I, well, I wish I sounded like a seahorse because that would be more on theme with this week's episode, Dale. Mm-hmm. Which is all about water levels. Welcome to Easy Mode, everyone. That is Delay Dale. She is um, my little mermaid. And that's Henry K. He is not a dolphin. And this is Easy Mode. I think we've proven that already. Uh, If I've offended any dolphins, I'm so sorry. Uh, Welcome to this week's episode, everyone. We are talking about water levels in video games. We're going to be breaking down the video game structure, the video game structure, the level structure, the design structure, the the elements of the game, as well as some of the most notoriously difficult um, and like just well-known talked about water levels, why they're different, why are game designers doing this to us? Um, yeah. Why are cameras so hard to control? Why is it so hard to yes. swim in a game? That's what we'll we be also doing. go down to the mystery of why are water levels the most low the uh, level of video games? Yeah, they really are. Yeah, but before we jump into that, before we dive into that, I know we say dive every single week. But before you take a splash, um, mm-hmm. don't forget to follow our socials. We're Easy Mode Show everywhere. If you're not there, well, um, you'll be a fish out of water. So join us in. <laughs> yes, and get your scuba gear on because we are going to go deep diving into the water levels in video games. Yes, bro, don't bro, forget bro. your suits. So, Henry, mm-hmm. would you say that you're a good swimmer? No. No? Oh, you can't <laughs> swim at all? Um, I do get in the ocean like I can. <clears throat> like, I'm one of the furthest people out, but... I like just don't know how to tread water, so like it would be oh, over if something. See, that's went not wrong. good. No. So you actually can't. But I do oh, love okay. water, so you do love water. Okay. Yeah. Do you like water levels in video games? How do you feel about those? Mm, the verdict's still up on that. To be verdict's honest, still up. Okay. Well, this whole section for mine is talking about like what is a water game? What are the characteristics? What defines it? What have people said about it? I did a dive. And I found some, I found some shells, some treasures, some shells. Well, you know, shells could be treasures. They may have some monetary value. They may have a little bit of monetary value. Okay, so first, a water level is categorized, uh, characterized by an environment which is either completely submerged or covered by water. The water is used to affect a player's movements, which make them move slower, but allow them to swim or even jump higher. Um, so we see that in some of the games we'll talk about in your uh, in your section, but the different mechanics in a water level are different than when you're on land. Yep. In 3D games, water levels have swimming sequences underneath the surface of the water. Boo. But these are, boo, yeah. And I was just going to say, these are highly criticized as being frustrating to navigate as well as being disorienting. Disorientating. I can never say that word. They right. are. And actually they are because have you ever like locked onto a monster and then the, you're in the water, but like the cameras, it's like the camera's never on your side in these games. I mean, yes, all. I agree. Like when it comes to water levels, there the those are like the big things that make it difficult that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, the movement, like even mm-hmm. whether you're slow, or you're fast or whatever, the movement's crazy. Every game is like, um, oh, the water. Oh, you're going to stop moving. Well, actually, you're going to move a little more like the but there's not like one determining value that across games. And then. You're either slower, you have like this loosey-goosey attitude, and you can't ever look the right way because you're in underwater. There's up, there's down, there's left, there's right, there's corners. It's all over the place. There's it's no like corners. A 360. There is no corner. It's like a 360 
there's everything is possible, but then also many things aren't possible at the same time. And then there are limitations too, which I will get to. So generally with water themes, it contains themed enemies like aquatic life and other underwater creatures. I will say the underwater creatures I find to be more scary than the land creatures because with the land creatures, you kind of expect that. But when you're just like swimming in the water and then you just like feel a little bit of a nibble and you're like, oh, what is that? And you turn around, it's like a massive piranha or something that's going after you. That gives you the spooks, okay? Um, I don't know if you've ever played Subnautica, but... Uh, see, I don't have, I think it's called thalassophobia, where it's like the fear of big bodies of water. Yeah. So I was just like swimming deep down, and all of a sudden I turn around, and it was that Leviathan thing. Oh my God. Anyways, that freaked me out. <laughs> I, that, yeah. Continue. And there's, no, there's also like no sound underwater. Like, no, there is So like you can't hear something coming towards you. Um, no. In no, water. it's just like more of that spook effect and um, the spook effect, that little sneak effect. Uh, something that I didn't add, but it is a good thing to talk about that you just mentioned is the themed water music. So we did talk about like themes of enemies and aquatic mm-hmm. life, but also like the way that the music is written to kind of convey water underwater life or like kind of like a water theme. I think that's fun and very creative. Yes. Um, and then also some limitations I was talking about earlier. Depending on the game, water might actually be a drowning hazard to the character. Yeah. So the character could run out of air or die. So for example, in Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, in the previous Zelda games, you didn't have that little health bar where you could just like, you could swim for pretty much however wanted, like across Lake Hylian. But in um, Breath of the Wild, you can drown. And oh I yeah, like on surface level. Yeah. Yeah, on surface level. You could drown. I'm like, I'm not, I wasn't used to this whole feeling of drowning. I know. Um, or if you're going to go underwater without, like, a specific type of suit. Yes. Those are some elements of water levels, as we described there. However, water levels have been around since, like, the like the early beginning of video games. Mm-hmm. Um, the earliest one that I've seen, well, the one that I talked about a little bit is uh, the earliest level of water games in Mario games was in 1985. So it was long before you and I. However, this section that I will be talking about will be talking about the early 90s. So... In the early 90s, water was a simple design in which most games in the era rely on a combination of appropriate scenery tiles, color palette, and modified controls to simulate buoyancy. You know, the whole thing about water and buoyancy. And we did talk about that earlier with uh, kind of creating that overall environment. Yep. Um, So for the visual element, there was a big focus on the water's surface. So animation and the reflection of light if before you go underwater and then movement of the wave. So some games, they tend to focus on just one element. Whereas other games try to uh, simulate them all. Um, And that's kind of where I feel like if you pick one, you can really succeed at it. But when you try to do it all, that there comes that like janky wonky because you can't. I don't know. Maybe you'll cover this in your section, but I'm not so sure I can think of a single water level that didn't have like a little bit of like an issue. Um, Yes, there's always. Well, I think that's why we're that's I mean, that's the whole I think whole point of this episode and why it's so notorious is that like they just like water levels stand out to be funky clunky difficult um and then i'll go into a little further but yeah they always like a interesting part of like every game that includes one what was the hardest water level that you ever completed i I mean i would say like um and we'll get into this further just because it's so notorious but probably like ocarina of time water temple yeah that is a very everyone remembers that that. that is yeah and um the thing about water levels is not even so much the control, the mechanism, but water levels tend to have more of like a maze-like element to it. Yeah. Where you feel like completely lost and then that really like discourages the gamer. Um, actually, I was looking up online. Why is the water level the most loathed level in gaming? Why do you think? I mean, I talked about some things, but like if you could sum it up, why do you think 
It's so late. I don't know. I'm just honestly, I can't stop thinking about it's just frustrating to be like everyone decided water levels are going to be like a certain way. And then now we all now we're stuck with everyone doing them that way for like the rest of our <laughs> lives. They're like water levels are going to have puzzles. You're not you're going to have mm-hmm. bad controls and you're going to mm-hmm. be lost and you're not going to be able to be able to know where you're going. Like they're, and, then, and they're like and enemies are going to get you when you're not ready. I feel like everyone like that somehow became like the theme. And now we're stuck with that. And also, we never start with the water level first. Water no. levels are generally kind of like in the middle, a little after the first couple of levels that you do. And what frustrates people is that you're so used, you kind of mastered the mechanics on land. Yeah. And you're like, I know land. I know all the combat. Then you get thrown into water and you know nothing. That really frustrates people. So some comments on why people hate water levels. Like you said, poor swimming controls, slower gameplay, wonky camera control. And then I've read a couple of people saying they have an irrational fear of drowning. And so they just... Don't do it. <laughs> well, they also like oftentimes when you have like a health meter or health level, like there's a few games where when that meter starts going down, there's like increasing music or beats or yeah. sound notifications. Bump, 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 like the alert that get the faster. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. Like, I know what like I don't need the extra pressure of um, I, get, I mean, I get it. It's good game design and good sound design. But like. It's just like the music gets faster. Your heart, the heart beats faster. Everything gets faster just because like you're like you're gonna you're gonna run out of breath and you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. The worst is like when you're almost at the surface. Yeah, and you die right before you get there. Like you, if you just had a little bit more. I the amount of times I've died to that is is just is astronomical. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Um, but yeah, that's my section talking about like mostly. The design, what makes it, why is it load? But I'm really curious to talk about your section now because we're going to go into, we're going to dive into the games, the water, the famous water level games. So just tell us, start right away. I want, I want to hear it all. Um, yes, I mean water levels, as we know, and I mean that's why we can do a whole episode about it, and even like more. We had to cut back a lot when prepping for yeah, this. Yeah, we did have to cut back a lot. <laughs> we decided that this whole episode was just going to be on water levels and not so much water themed games yeah and even on the difficult most difficult water sections like that list is like endless because Mm -hmm. they all do have like these themes and mechanics that uh, people Mm -hmm. tend to not enjoy or are very challenging Mm -hmm. but the first one i'm gonna start off just because we already mentioned it um Mm -hmm. ocarina of time water temple i feel like it's for our generation a lot of like the first time where you're like what the fuck is this Mm -hmm. like what is this water level it is like so water temple in the middle of lake hylia uh, legend of zelda ocarina of time It's basically like a three to four tiered, like multi-tiered 3D puzzle where you have to control water levels. You're getting attacked by water versions of these spiders you come across. Oh, Um, yeah, and then the clams. Don't forget the the clams. The clams, yes. Um, Actually, a lot of gross things in Ocarina of Time, like the monsters (laughs) in there, especially the water temple. You have to keep taking on your boots. It was the first time that you um, see enemies that have such a big shell on them, too. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was like a bit of a challenge there. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. No, you're great. You have to take off your heavy boots. You have to ke- keep putting them on and off to get to the bottom, mm-hmm. to be able to walk. Such a pain to equip and unequip those. And then you do this all eventually to get to this boss through this like crazy <laughs> level of it was just like a blob of water. Yeah, you're literally fighting the water. You're fighting a blob of water, like an anamorphous <laughs> blob um, that just hops up between platforms. So, like, it's just a wild and crazy time. And then, like, it's stressful, but the music is calming. And you're like, what is this? You're being gaslit into thinking you're going to have a good, a relaxing time at the Water Temple. And you're not. 
Wait, is this the game where you have to fight yourself, Shadow Link? Is that the Water Temple? Yes, it, that's yes, the okay. only good part of the Water Temple is that midway you face a mini boss, and that mini boss is a spoiler alert for a game that came out years ago. Um, yes, yeah, spoiler alert for over twenty. <laughs> you years. get to fight Shadow Link in the middle of the Water Temple, which is the only redeeming part of this whole experience. I have some great memories of playing Ocarina of Time, but the one thing that I do like is how when you're in the Water Temple, I and I, did, I didn't like the Water Temple, I just wanted to know it was my least favorite temple. When you would run across the water, you could hear that tap, 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 like the little uh, like details that they chose to yeah. kind of include to give it the element of you are in water, even though you might not be able to see it, like the floor is like that reflection I talked about earlier, you can still hear it, so it kind of gives you that whole um, environmental effect. Yes, and even your little hover boots, it was a nice time. Oh, yellow hover boots, yeah. Um, I will say the things I did like were, I thought the blue tunic, which, first of all, like an outfit that lets you breathe under the water, what is that? <laughs> well, like, that what? made no sense. That yeah. was weird. <laughs> like, where the gills? He's, like, wearing blue cloth so he can breathe under the water. Um, <laughs> however, it was the cutest outfit, in my opinion, of the three tunics you could get in the game. So, mm-hmm. love Lincoln Blue. Um, dirty blonde, blue, blue outfit was great. Loved it. Um, and, yeah. I don't know. That was just wild. I was just like, this. I have to have this tunic. And then, yeah, I just saw the boots you had to put on. It was a lot. And then and, if you wanted, I tried to dress cute. And when I played Legend of Zelda for a time, so I was like, got to have my matching shield. Like, so I was like, <laughs> I didn't get the Hyrule. You couldn't do the reflective one. Uh, yeah. I also think, um, I haven't looked at the rest of the stuff that you're talking about, but the uh, water temple in the Ocarina of Time has the biggest maze element to it. And that's where a lot of people stopped playing or they're like, I needed help. Or they had to pull up like the wiki on how to do it because it, yeah. it was the first time that, well, at least for myself. It was first time I had gone to a level that was just such a big puzzle. Like the fire temples puzzle wasn't as big as the no. water temples. So, and then it got progressively easier after that. I feel like that might have been just like the hardest temple overall. Now, Ocarina of Time does have like the most like a fa- like fame and attention for like difficult water levels. But I do want to mm-hmm. give a quick shout out to Majora's Masks, which like I think is actually like a fever dream of water temple. Uh, it's like crazy colorful. You have to keep changing your Zora mask on and off to be able to like to swim, get underwater and do mm-hmm. different things. Sometimes you have to be regular link. Sometimes you have to be Zora link. Um, and then like, it has almost like, I don't know how to describe it. Like a casino theme. It felt like a casino theme to me. Um, and then you're like underwater. Everything's bright. You have to fight these wild enemies that are like this, this frog that walks on two legs. And then one boss that's like a reference to Goma from Ocarina of Time in the water temple. Like you have to fight like these big mini bosses before you can even get to the main boss. But like look it up on YouTube. It's wild looking in my opinion. But I just wanted to give have a shout out. Have you played cause... Majora's Mask? I played some of it growing up. Oh, okay. okay. I haven't but beat it. So I, I, I got your time. i have to so... look it up. Uh, but it looks great. Um, it looks wild, but it looks cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another one, and I will, that's on the list of like a diff, notoriously difficult water levels. And I have also played this game, funny enough. And I was like, wow, they really put us through the water levels growing up on the 64. Um, so, Star Fox 64, which is, um, you know, a pretty amazing franchise. We have, they actually haven't made like a super successful Star Fox game since like mm-hmm. the 64. Um, mm-hmm. So, on, if you don't know what Star Fox is, it's basically a game where you're piloting a ship the r-wing and you are shooting things in front of you so your camera view is from behind it and you're proceeding forward through levels and um things happen and but basically like you're directionally just shooting everything that comes your way and fighting bosses at the end but Mm -hmm. depending on what direction you go because there's some aspect of choice in this game um you could end up at this planet where you no longer fly the r-wing or you even fly a tank um there's also some levels where you can do a tank but here um you have to fly in the oh the blue marine 
Um, it's mm-hmm. like the underwater, like tanky ship that you navigate. But in this level, there is zero light. The, it's like murky, murky water. You can't see anything. Your ship is mm-hmm. harder to control because you're underwater. And then it's so dark and enemies are just coming out of nowhere. So like mm-hmm. this level is definitely like on a pathway that I always avoided growing up. But it was really interesting to see it on this list of like water levels that everyone hates because everyone's like, what is this? Um, early, Later iterations of the game did not include the bo- the blue marine. So like maybe they were putting lights on it. Like, I don't know. Like they learned their lesson from the 64. Mm-hmm, They're like, mm-hmm. Fox came out of the back of the ship and he was like, hey, this is not it. So um, well, a, a game where you can't see, you're getting attacked from enemies from behind or wherever, and you're navigating a ship. We already know that the the movements underwater are completely. It just has to be like that. Sounds awful. I mean, you're gonna see like as we go through these, like these all, especially if we're being notoriously difficult, these all contain like the classic aspects of what makes water levels and water aspects of video games so difficult and non fun. Like, it's yeah. the parts that make everyone mad. Um, <laughs> another. Um, Amazing classic Tomb Raider uh, has another water section, of course. Um, and this one was ha- especially difficult when on the camera controls. So you're Laura Croft. She's trying to get on this ship. She's trying to go find some treasure. She's going to go do her thing. And this bitch can swim. But you have to swim through, I would say, a maze of like a um, ship to get ins- into the interior of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is like the camera controls. Like you have to swim through these tight angles. Um, you know, they like make it very difficult, like obstacles to like get through like the one little tiny space that you fit through to go through forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you're turning these corners, the camera controls are wild, and then like you have the little your little breath meter going down. So like this part of the ship is like you get so disoriented, you lose breath very quickly, and then like the difficult angles on top of like the maze aspect of it, it's just like no. Yeah. You should watch. I mean, you should watch it because, like, I, even I was watching this again recently, and I was like, "Why would someone make this?" <laughs> While you were chatting, I was thinking, "Man, the camera angles are just trying their best." <laughs> I know. Well, that's the funny part is that you know sometimes camera angles, like they have um, your camera control, is sometimes out of your hands, and it just does wherever yeah. like it fits or can go. It's where- so frustrating because like you want to have the control and you can't because it's like one of those things that you can't control it and it's affecting how you play. So. Yeah, it'll Man, go where it can. You're like, well, this is actually worse. Than yeah, gamer versus the camera it. movement. Like, that's the biggest thing. And, or gamer versus gravity. And now, water. <laughs> the next one I want to talk about, I put on this list because I've mentioned this game a few times on the podcast, and it's Skies of Arcadia. It was a GameCube um, RPG turn-based fighting game mm-hmm. um, that sort of has that Final Fantasy element that when you walk, or mm, I don't know if Final Fantasy is like this, but like you just come upon enemies. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're walking, like you get turned into random battles. So... Mm-hmm. This was very difficult for, because in this game you enter a um, when you enter temples or levels or like areas, there's not really like a recovery system. You go in with what you have, so you like you had to like mm-hmm. buy equipment or whatever before. So, and this had so the same all this same elements, but so confusing puzzle system. You had to lower and raise water levels, which that now that is one element of water levels I'm so over having to raise and lower water like to figure something out and that just takes so long I didn't I I agree with you there well I'm just like I don't know what level or you you have to plan where the water flows and then you planned it wrong so you have to go back and it's just like you're like oh I thought it was two okay now I actually have to go back three steps because I when I got to the third step I raised it to the wrong level so I've got to start from the beginning kind of thing so this had all the same elements um had two things that were slightly different, which are really, really funny. So, like, in the way the game works, 
Like the more time you take to do something, the more enemies you come across because you can't control the enemy encounters because they're Mm -hmm. just random Mm -hmm. encounters that spur. So it's not like you can avoid enemies. So like if you're just Mm -hmm. walking every like four or five steps, the screen's going to shatter and you're in a battle. So like Mm -hmm. your supplies, your health, your like FP, your magic, like that just starts to drain, especially if you're taking longer to solve the puzzles. Now, the Mm -hmm. only place where they didn't have puzzles and it was just like, this is just like, are you just wasting my time here? You'd have to do these underwater parts where your character would get in this like ugly underwater, like old timey submarine outfit. Mm-hmm. And it he, and then you would walk as your character. You're not finding any enemies underwater and you're just going down to press a button. So why it was so slow, I don't know. But like you would have to go through these underwater sections of moving just so slowly for no reason because you're not coming across enemies. Your only point is to like travel a whatever predetermined distance to press the button and then go back and go back up to where you were to like get out of your costume to then fight more random yeah, encounters. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, why did it need to be so slow? Yeah. That like brought back memories. Again, we talked about Queen of Time, but before you got those like heavy boots, you're just like, uh, and then you have no movie. You're so slow. I I hate that. I think the most the of slow, all the yeah, the like, slow is so frustrating. Because you're just trying to get things land. done. You're like, you're I don't want to be done. here. And you're used to a certain pace, and then all of a sudden, you're like, no, we gotta take it slow, babes. It's it's a yellow light district yeah. right now. Well, this one I threw in for you, um, oh, because when we talk about water levels across games, they're so notorious. They're really across so many games. So I wanted to touch on one in Dark Souls Two, which you have not gotten to yet. But mm-hmm. maybe I can give you as a warning, Dale. Okay, <laughs> I think maybe okay. that's how I'm I nervous. thought of it. So in Dark Souls 2, you eventually reach the Shrine of Amana, um, mm-hmm. which is like a big open, basically big open, like like shallow lake, I guess. It's very, very mm-hmm. dark water where these are the elements you're sort of fighting against there. We all know Souls games are very difficult. But um, mm-hmm. in this like open, wide, like shallow lake space, it is actually full of deep, deep pits that you can barely see that if you fall in, it's actually instant death. Like you die. There's no like recovery. Oh my God. Full of pits. A, wow. I should have like a water death counter then. <laughs> you should, yeah. You should have a special one. Um, and then in that same breath and you know, Dark Souls loves to bait you into like doing something you shouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. They have these enemies who are spamming long range magic at you. And they're like positioned and trying to bait you to go in ways that fall that you fall into those holes that you can't see. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. And it's just like a and it's a long distance to get across. So not only do you have to traverse the poison aspects across the water, you have to traverse the holes you can't see. You have to also dodge and spam and not get baited by these like magic shooting enemies from a distance mm-hmm. that sounds horrible it like, actually honestly, did look awful i was like wow i i was like I but hate it's on brand for them it's on brand for them yeah, to make it, something so you know it's exactly painful. what it should be but yeah. it's like it's almost like it's not hard necessarily but like you have to like just be extremely careful oh yeah yeah, um, yeah. and speaking of souls games i know you recently said you fought a boss underwater in your bloodborne playthrough yes i did which i was i didn't even know there was an underwater boss fight yeah rom he's just like this nasty spider like you have to dive into the lake and then rom's there oh god it was, um, it was vile but even sekiro had a water level now you only have to do it really? for one section but yes you uh-huh. learn how to for most of the game like you said you don't do um like underwater water stuff but for this game you do have to go to this area below a temple um after you gain the ability to be underwater um to like fight all these like actually like weird enemies that are difficult and challenging 
but also mm-hmm. like this giant koi fish. But like even Souls games like Dark Souls 2 and Sekiro have them. Like it's that like I feel like game designers know like the notoriety of water levels mm-hmm. and water mm-hmm. sections and how much of a mm-hmm. pain they can be. I should think they're yeah. leaning into it. And um, yeah, no, honestly, I think they that. are. They're like they hate them. We're gonna make them hate. We're them gonna make more. them worse. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. The last two things I kind of want to shout out. Um. And this, I think, is like the fat, like solid basis and foundation for, like, just like starting the hate and like um, dislike of water levels. And that is like the classic Sonic games and Super Mario games. Um, mm. So, like, you know, you're underwater, you're controlling Mario. There's like, of course, when you're underwater and your controls are loose, they're like, oh, this is when we're going to do, like, put spikes everywhere that you can't Yeah, spikes into. with the bubbles. Yeah, the spikes, bubbles. bubble enemies you, like, can't touch or you'll die instantly. Like, when they mm-hmm. make the mechanics harder, they also make the environment more dangerous. Yep. Um, and even in uh, Super Mario, like, I get, like, you know, you're, it's like platform levels. But, like, I'm like, you, why Sonic underwater? Like, mm-hmm. what's he doing down there? That's not <laughs> land. Like, he's, he's just running fast. through the water. Well, you can't because you're underwater and the controls are bad. Um, But those, I feel like all like the classic Sonic games and Super Mario games have those like water levels across. Like Super Mario All-Stars, I believe, had one that's pretty notorious. And I think Super Mario 2 did as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. But of those classic games, one that is on everyone's list is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. And this had like all the elements. I watched a few clips of it. It It's actually so funny. And I was like, wow, I'm just never going to do this. So I think that was actually on the, I want to say Super Nintendo um, okay. And you are, of course, turtles underwater. Like, that makes sense. Like, they, they can, like, you know, they can swim underwater. Um, but, like, there's, like, um, freaking, like, seaweed covered in, like, electricity. And, like, I oh. saw one of the pathways you have to, like, swim through. It is so tiny. Mm-hmm. And your controls are so, like, you're moving. You, like, stop moving. And then you, like, you keep going. And everyone's bumping into everything. There's a lot of, like, they really get you with, like, stupid obvious traps that you like can't help falling into because of the controls mm-hmm. um like and there's just had like enemies just everywhere like they just really turned it up for it but i remember teenage mutant ninja turtles um is one that's like on everyone's list of like we don't like this level i've never even heard of that game i didn't even know they had a game i just know that they had a show yeah they have quite a few games actually they have an arcade yeah. like um they have an arcade and actually they recently released on steam that ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games that's like four player and it's like that oh. um, scrolling multiplayer fighter. That's actually my favorite iteration of um because I used to play that at a CC's Pizza growing up. Um CC's oh. Pizza uh, for everyone who does is not familiar is like a extremely extremely affordable pizza chain uh, where it's an all you can eat buffet, but they also often included like a tiny tiny room of arcade games in the back. So yeah. uh, remember we talked about that Simpson scroller they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or Squirrel, like yeah. so, like the driving, like water yes. games, like they just had all that in the back, like in a very tiny room, like not a lot, like a little bit, like it wasn't Chuck E. Cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they <laughs> no, had that. No, it was CC's. It was CC's Pizza. Honestly, <laughs> shut. Listen, Dale, don't don't laugh because CC's Pizza had, was an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet, pizza, pasta, and salad and desserts. Honestly, and that for, sounds like a dream. You know how much it was. You know how much you had to pay to eat there. How much? Four ninety-nine USD. What? Yes. Oh my god. Caesar's I'm Pizza so was the place to go, and they would bring out these. You, it was all you can eat. They'd bring out these cinnamon rolls at the end, 
Oh my, well, no, they don't bring them out. You just, well, they bring them out because they would always be missing. Yeah, yeah, and then you go get them. it and you yeah. play some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Damn, the cinnamon rolls were so good. Like, <laughs> that's what I look forward to all the time. But shout out to Season's Pizza. <laughs> this ad yeah, for you free. Out. If you got a Season's Pizza <laughs> in your area, you better go. Um, but yes, that's basically the water levels. Um, there are so many more. Like, there's Metroid has there's some. There's so many more. There's a mm-hmm. lot. So make sure to look them up if this is something you're interested in. And if you, um, if you have a water level that we didn't mention, let us know immediately. Yeah. I want to know. I want to look it up. I want to see what you thought was traumatizing. <laughs> yeah. Water. Dale. Yes. If you were a body of water, you would be an ocean, not a pond. You want to know why? Because I'm salty. Yes. But also, <laughs> you're not shallow. You're very, very deep. And I appreciate that about you. Wow. Wow. I just want to let everyone know that this was going to come off as just a compliment. But then Dale made it a um, roast on herself. So I'm, I'm going <laughs> to keep going with it. Uh, no. I thought you were going to roast me. <laughs> wow. Well, thank um, you for the compliment that I then, you know, kind of hurt myself with. It's okay. But yeah. Guys, I, came out, I came out blame free on this. So no, truly. It was all me. Um, thank you to everybody for taking a splash with us on this week's episode of Water Levels. We navigated our way through many different topics, different environments, and overall, I think we came out with a better understanding on why it is the most loathed level in video games. Yeah. Remember, let us know what yours are. We want to hear about it. Um, But until then, we'll be back with a new episode next week. Very, very exciting. So much freaking fun. We love the show. We love everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And until then, keep it easy. Mode.